Disclosure is incredibly important. In our business, if you don't absolutely disclose how much fees you're making or commissions in a dollar amount, you're a sitting duck. My name is Yaffa Sakaja, and I'm the CEO of Beneplan. Let's talk about commission disclosure. I'm talking from a Canadian lens, and so in the last few years, we've been noticing that there's a lot of push and political momentum to getting insurance companies and insurance brokers who sell through the group and life channels to disclose what are the total compensations, including bonuses, including trips, including you know in-kind whatever, um, that's being paid in order to sell insurance products. And I think there's a good side to this. And then there's an ugly side to this on the ugly side. You'll see that there's a lot of brokers that you kind of hear about and you never really meet. You'll always hear these stories of these mystery brokers who lost accounts because they were charging $80,000 on the benefit plan or $150,000 on the benefit plan. And the benefit plan had no business bearing that kind of cost. Um, now, I mean, I've never heard this from an advisor directly say, yeah, you know, I made out like a bandit in the middle of the night with half a million dollars of commissions, but you hear it from other clients, you hear it from brokers who won accounts when they said, you know what, we took a look at the fees and this is really stark and shocking. So I think in this episode, I really want to share that it is possible for you to think or for us to think, well, that'll never be me, but I want to really make it clear that there are some scenarios where that could be you and how you have to be absolutely awake and proactive to get ahead of the commission disclosure dilemma. Because, you know, I see some brokers that inherit like a small group, maybe they've got 10 lives and they're the agent of record and they're charging, let's say a flat 10%. Um, that's fine for that group size. That's normal. You know, in, there's something called crown scale and that's totally within the range of crown scale. Um, side note, crown scale is one of these more legacy ways that insurance companies pay brokers commissions on group products. And it's basically a scale saying that the first, you know, exit premium is 10%. The next amount is seven and a half percent. The next amount is 5%, two and a half percent and so on. So that was like a graded scale to make sure that brokers are not charging too much based on the premium. So if you're charging crown scale and you're aware that you're uh, carriers building in crown scale, you have less to worry about than if you were to put in a flat amount. So if you bring in the group of like, let's say flat 10% and then that group grows up and they become an 800 life company, obviously not overnight, but let's say over seven or 10 years that you've been working with that group, um, you know, flat 10% is not okay on 800 lives. It is not okay on an ASO group. It is not okay because sooner or later, someone's going to say, wait a minute, this person used to make like a thousand dollars off the plan. Now they're making a hundred thousand dollars off the plan. What are they actually doing? for that income. So when the reckoning happens, not if, but when, um, it's really important to be able to look your client in the eye and say, this is how much money I charge on a dollar basis per year. And this is the value that you get. And if you're not able to do that, then there is a problem. Um, you know, group benefits are like a marriage. It's a long-term relationship and you have to be very transparent with your partner in order for it to work. Um, you know, the other piece of disclosure is that whether you disclose or not, like disclosure in the industry is coming. So there's a lot of momentum for the financial regulators in Canada to push for disclosure. It's better for Canadians. It's better for the end customer to understand how much of this premium pie are they spending on fees. 
Um, you know, there was an attempt within the Canadian Life and Health Insurance Association a few years ago to start disclosing commissions. They called this Guideline 19 or G19. And I think, you know, that eventually was walked back because I think brokers really felt that the way that disclosure was being handled by the insurers could be done in a more... Um, open and transparent way. So, you know, some of the pushback that the advisor channel had with guideline 19 was, well, what about your commission? Meaning you're like the insurance company, like how much are you guys making? And you guys declare it in a esoteric way, you know, the target loss ratio, it's not very obvious as to how much compensation you're earning. And so why is it fair? Or, you know, what about captive agents that work directly for insurance companies? Those sales agents are paid as well. Are you going to disclose how much they're paid? Um, And so that's really where those discussions broke down in the attempt to self-regulate as an industry. Um, I think it's not the end. Like in Ontario, we're seeing a new regulator. Um, We're seeing new regulators across the country as well. And I think they're talking, they're following the same sort of like theme and, you know, mentality. And so I think if you're not currently disclosing commissions, please do. Um, there's no need to bury it on the last page of renewal. There's no need to hide it in fine print. Be upfront, like be confident and declare, I earn X percent of premiums. Your premiums are this much. That means I earn this much per year, every single year. And I just want to make sure that you're aware of that because we want to make sure that you're getting the full value. By the way, here is the fair market price for advisor commissions. And you can state that. You can state, you know, commissions range between, uh, you know, here, let me, let me share some real numbers. I've seen brokers charge anywhere from 2% of premiums all the way to 15% of premiums. 15% is very difficult to, to justify in the group benefits market. I know for property and casualty or, you know, products where you have a smaller um, lump sum premium size, that's different. But, you know, group benefit premiums can really balloon. They can be, uh, you know, a significant percentage of payroll. And when you're talking about that kind of money, you know, a single large group could have millions of dollars of premiums per year. You have to be extremely careful of how you're doing that. Um, I also see, uh, you know, some of the larger consulting houses do both. They'll charge a small commission, but then they'll also charge an hourly rate. So let's say their commission is like $10,000 a year, and they know that their hourly rate is rated at, I don't know, three, $400 an hour, whatever it is. I'm not speaking on behalf of other companies. This is just sort of what I've seen uh, being on the other end of proposals and quoting activity. Um, and so, you know, when that hourly rate has been exhausted through that commission, then that's when they'll bill the client and they'll do a fee for service amount. Um, I've seen some brokers double charge their customers. So they'll get a commission from the insurance company and then they'll go ahead and bill the customer for the same commission. And I've seen that and I've seen brokers lose accounts because eventually somebody, some accountant, a new company that buys the existing company, like someone's going to find that and they're going to catch wind of what's going on. So you have to be very, very, very careful. I think in this age of public information, in the 24-hour news cycle, in everything being connected, you have to assume that every single thing that you have on your servers will become public. And if you're not okay with that, then you need to really think clearly and deeply about what happens. Um, you know, phishing, you know, in, in, in email is in a huge risk. I mean, you saw that large companies like Sony in the U S got taken down because of a simple email phishing incident. And so, you know, when you're running your brokerage, you just don't want any information, 
um, that you're not comfortable sharing being out there. So I think it's better to be above board, you know, keep everything clean and transparent. Make sure that if the regulator ever comes knocking, that you're prepared. And hey, if your client ever comes knocking, you can look them in the eyes again and say, this is how much I earn. And I hope you're okay with that. Thank you always for listening. If you have any questions or feedback, we're always open. You can contact us at benaplan.ca or contact us through our social networks at benaplan.ca. Thanks for listening.